Did you not like the sound of your voice? They called 45 minutes before they were coming. And what they told you? And they said, we're going to be there in 45 minutes. We want to interview for King Cakes. And you just said, okay. I said, no, come back, come Monday. <laughs> you had to practice? You had to, he you was said, nervous? He said, what you mean? He said, we'll be there in 45 minutes. I said, I've been up all night making King Cakes. But they came. Oh, well, that's good. Well, I've already started the recording button, so I just wanted to capture that. And see, that's all it takes to be on a podcast, right? No big deal, right, Tara? Right. Right. So anyway, hey, Corey, what's happening, bro? It's carnival time, bro. It show is. We back on the podcast, and I'm pretty excited about today. You want to know why? Why? Because we have Franks on this one. And you know that Franks is one of my favorite king cakes, right? Yeah, dude, king cake king. Yeah, I know, exactly. So Tara is the owner of Frank's. How you doing, Sha? Good. How are y'all? Uh, we are doing well. And you brought uh, one of your partners here? That's Brandon. Brandon. And Brandon, you are, what is your role there? I'm the store manager. Store manager. All right. Yeah. Cool. Originally, you had talked about bringing the bakery manager, uh, but I'm, I guess she's pretty yes, busy. Yes, Tressie Sheremy. Okay, Tressie. I got it. Uh, she just couldn't make it this evening? That's right. Oh, well. As long as she's got back there making good king cakes for the rest yeah. of us, then... Somebody got to stay at the store, stay. Yep. right? Somebody yeah. do it. Can't have everybody here. Exactly. So, for a lot of people that are listening probably don't know, but Frank's is in DeZalmas, Louisiana. Just a small little town uh, in this parish, not very far from where I live. It's actually... Then guess wh- who's from from, from DeZalmas? <laughs> yeah, Corey's from, Des- from DeZalmas. I was yeah, just about to say that. But they're a little local supermarket that's been there for, God, long. How long have they been there? Do you About know? About 40 years. 40 freaking yeah. years. Yeah. Man, that's incredible. And especially in these days where there's Walmarts and Winn-Dixie's, it's nice to see some of that local stuff still brewing. One of the things that Corey and I wanted to do was kind of start to have some of the local businesses on these podcasts to so do little episodes to highlight some of those local businesses. And with you and I having a little bit of a relationship, Tara, uh, a few years ago, we kind of did a little king cake swap for some video stuff because you found out well I'll, I'll tell that little story because i think it's kind of funny you and i Corey, we were at your house one day it was either for the super bowl or maybe like the nfc championship or something like that and somebody brought some frank's king cakes to us and i already knew that frank's king cakes were good but this one was a wedding cake oh king yeah. cake do you remember that i think brad brought it yeah it was a long time somebody, ago i don't remember it was back in 2021, and I'll okay. tell you in a little bit why I remember that. Well, all I did was just do a little video about that king cake and some of my favorite king cakes, and I said that Frank's was probably my favorite king cake. Well, some kind of way, when I posted that, somebody had talked to you and said, hey, they got this guy on TikTok that's blowing your spot. Yeah, so what happened was I was actually at a Saints game, and I got a text message that you was doing an iP- uh, podcast on our king cake. So that's how it kind of got started for me. Yeah. And then you reached out to me on Facebook and said, Hey, uh, I'm actually the owner of Frank's. Uh, you want to, you want to taste some of my king cakes? And I was like, well, of course I do. I said, come on over. Yeah. So we got, and it's actually kind of cool because we tasted a whole bunch of them. I did a little taste test of it, did a video on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Well, the funny thing is that was back in 2021. So two years ago, Just recently, probably about two weeks ago, that video started blowing up again. I started getting so-and-so shared your video, so-and-so commented, and I was like, what the heck? What what video are they talking about? I click on it, and it was that King Cake video. So it's been making its rounds again. Perfect timing, though, right? Because, and uh, man, look, I don't know if TikTok does that on purpose, but perfect timing because it's King Cake season again. So hopefully it's helping y'all out again. I don't know. I think... Y'all are well-known enough now for king cakes that y'all getting plenty of traffic, plenty of orders without that. But every know, little bit helps. Yes. Could be helping. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we got invited to do a few events for king cakes, but we're so busy that we cannot provide the king cakes for the store and go to the event. So we're not able to do both. So yeah. there's a king cake festival that's coming up soon. And we were asked by several people to participate, but we just can't handle it. It's too yeah. busy. The other thing that's cool is that I've had a lot of people, even to this day, still tell me something about, oh, yeah, I went got, I went, got my Frank's King Cake. I went and got a King Cake from Frank's. And when I did that video back in 21, I had a whole lot of people that were commenting about going. And they, they wound up stopping because of my video and, yeah. and checking out some of the King Cakes. So that, that part was pretty funny. But it, it's just funny how, like, clearly I'm small potatoes, but 
influencers are like the way, the new way of the world. Yeah. A lot of the huge brands are paying big money to a lot of influencers just to say, I like such and such and so and so because yeah. hardly anybody watches any TV anymore. Mm-hmm. They're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, they're on TikTok. So that's how they're getting a lot of their news. So it's just pretty fun. And of course, you know, it's a little beneficial for me because I'm on TikTok. So, well, I have another little story. So, a couple of weeks ago, we have a customer that came into the store and he was buying king cakes and he was going to leave the store and he asked to talk to me. So, when I went to talk to him, I wasn't sure what I was going to walk up to because you have no idea. He said, uh, I want to be like the guy that's Eric. I said, and who's that? He said he did a TikTok or something. He said, and I'm from New Orleans. He said, I want to come into your store and do a video. I said, well, come on. He said, wait, I got to come through walking through the door. So I did video him and I did put it on our Facebook. So if y'all see it, that's where it comes from. Oh, so who is this guy? I don't do know, know his name. I have no idea. But he comes from New Orleans to buy our king cakes every time he has a day off is what he said. Okay. That's awesome. You know, when I did that video a long time ago, I had some followers from, I have people from all over the world. It's crazy. But there was somebody, and I don't remember exactly who it was or where they came from, but they specifically told me that they took a trip, like a two or three day trip from, I don't even remember, like Indiana or somewhere and drove all the way down here and actually went to Frank's and got a king cake. Now they were doing some other things. They wound up making a little trip out of it. But for them to drive down here, I just thought was like the craziest, Mm -hmm. the craziest thing. Hey, you know, king cakes can be shipped. (laughs) Come on, bro. Well, you know, that's always the question of the day for us. Do y'all ship king cakes? We do not ship king cakes, but you can come to the store and take it to the post office or whatever and ship it. But that's another thing. We're so busy that we don't have time to be able to and to be able to provide for the people here. We can't ship. Yeah. Well, let me let's let's back up just a little bit because clearly we're getting into the meat and potatoes. This is really what we want to talk about. And we'll get back into the king cake stuff because I'm very curious about numbers, how it's done, like the whole commotion, all that stuff. But Frank's and Desalmonds yeah, has been I'm there like, for man, 40 we, years. Right now, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just like, we hip, skip the whole history of Frank's and they don't just make king cakes, people. Right. It's a grocery <laughs> store. Right. So, Corey, why don't you fill us in a little bit on what you know about Frank's and how you know? Well, so I'm from the Zalmans, born and raised. I don't live there anymore, but, you know, that's where my heart is. The Frank's in the Zalmans was actually two shards when I was really young. And then uh, I think when I was about 13, 14 years old, Frank's bought out two shards. And um, Frank's was my first real job. Like many high school kids, right, they go get jobs at grocery stores, Winn-Dixie around here, you know, and, and in the Zalmans, it was Frank's. So that's where I worked for, from I was 15 till I was 18, I worked at Frank's. New Mr. Frank, his kids, his cousins, because they all, I mean, his nephews, Everybody his brothers, yeah. they all managed <laughs> they all managed stores, different Franks, and they'd have a big, huge get-together for Christmas where Mr. Frank would just treat everybody, food, drinks, all that kind of stuff, give out presents. It was a whole big commotion, but that's where my first job was. Um, Just so you know, Frank's. Frank still does that Christmas I was party. About to does say, he really? Still I do it. Tradition, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there would be tables just full of just gifts, and then they would pull names yep. out of a hat or numbers out of a hat, and then you would go and pick a gift. Now this was thirty. So we were probably at ago. the same parties together. This was thirty-two years ago. Well, I worked for Frank's for 25 years before I purchased it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was gone before then. But, yeah, David actually managed that store when I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying, Tara, you you worked there for 25 years before you bought it. Yes, I did. So you wound up carrying on some of that tradition because you just knew it so wholeheartedly. How did that actually happen? How do you go from... Would you start off like in the cashier or something like that? or? So I started off... In the deli bakery. Deli bakery is my background. That is my passion. So when I started, I was 18 years old. I had no idea what I wanted to do in life. So I started working at Frank's. From deli bakery, I became produce manager. From there, I became a deli manager. Then I became a supervisor for all the stores. And assistant manager. Just kind of did a little bit of everything. The only thing I probably have not done at the store was cut meat. 
I wrap meat, but I have not cut meat. And I don't have a desire to learn. Yeah, you lose a couple of fingers there. Yeah, I got to so be careful. Scary. So um, anything, pretty much anything in the store I can do besides that. So working for Frank's, I stayed there. I decided I was gonna, that was going to be my career. That's what I was going to do, and I loved it. So I stayed working there for 25 years, became supervisor. We had four stores at the time. I would travel to all the stores, go into the deli bakeries, do what I had to do to make things happen. We had deli, ba- deli bakery managers at all the stores. Then they decided that they were going to sell some of their stores. I had no idea what I was going to do because I dedicated my whole time to Frank's. So they said, well, you can buy the Zalmans. And I said, I don't think I could do that. I said, I think I'm going to go work somewhere else. So I had to put a little more thought into it and decide, will I work for myself or will I start over and work for somebody else? So I said, I need to give this a try. If it don't work, I can't say I didn't try. I do have a business partner. My business partner is my brother-in-law. His name is Jay Petrie. And so I asked him if he was willing to be my business partner. So, of course, he said yes, and then we ended up buying the whole shopping center, and we have the store, and I run it, along with Brandon, and I have a great team behind me. That's when a lot of the employees that were working for Frank's before that had been there for very many years followed me. My deli bakery manager, which is Tracy Sheremy, my sister, which is Trisha Arsenault, she's the produce manager. I have Ken Adams, which he takes care of a lot of the boat orders. I have Angie, that she's my um, meat department manager, and I have a few other little floor managers and stuff that help us out. But the ones that, and I have a cake decorator, which her name is Diana. She was also one that followed me. So we do, we do have a great team, and I'm very hands-on. I'm in the store almost every day. I won't do anything that I won't make anybody else do. So, Brandon, where do you fit in? Are you part of the family, the yeah. Frank's family, your Tara's family? Well, yeah, I'm the store manager. I've been with Frank's for 13 years before Tara bought the store out. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I pretty much just run the place from the grocery store uh, in the grocery aspect. And of course, whenever king cake season comes around, I help them in the deli with the king cakes. Yeah. I think it takes all hands on deck to when oh, it comes yeah. to king cake season, sure. right? When it's king cake time, the whole warehouse becomes a king cake room. You know, we try to, if we get a, we, we sometimes have to get a, you know, a push cord and we ice and king cakes on it. Whatever it takes to get it done, we do it. But look, it's not only king cake. So I've heard great things about lunches, hot plate, uh, plate lunches and things like that from Frank's as well. We have a daily plate lunch. We have a lot of fried chicken, hamburgers. You can come to the deli during the day at lunchtime and get something to eat. We have a little sitting area outside that you can enjoy your lunch. And we also do a lot of catering. We cater weddings. We cater it's funeral, birthdays, whatever it is. We come out, we cater. We have a great cake decorator. She'll make your cake. We'll serve the board. Whatever it takes to make your party happen. Yep. Yeah, so I like food. I like king cakes and all that stuff. But you know what I really like? What's that? Beer. (laughs) We sell that, too. Yeah, we have a big selection of that, too. You know? So it's been a long time since I've been in Frank's. And uh, I I guess, well, a couple years probably since I've been in Frank's. Um, But um, craft beer, I I think I may have heard y'all talking about it early. may have been talking about it. We do a lot of craft beer drinking. So how's that selection? Uh, well, I mean, we have like a, a good little bit. We have probably a six foot section of craft beers. Okay. Uh, Urban South. I know that's one that y'all like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Parish. Parish yeah. Brewery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll have that's to come pass one. by and see what y'all yeah. got over there. Cause one thing I always say about the Zalans, you know, is that they like to drink. We sell oh, yeah. some beer. Yeah, but you know, most of them Couillons over there, they all uh, Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light, uh, all the, the cheap stuff. We kind of... No, a little bougie. We like a little fancy palate. So we, oh, we like Miller. Good. We drink Miller Light. Oh, yeah, we drink Miller Light too. Let's not get that wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. We like that too. But I'm just saying. We I'm, don't I hold was, our pinkies out every time. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking a little bit more about that but, craft yeah. beer selection, you yeah. know? Well, yeah. one of the cool things is uh, where I work, sometimes we have to go get cakes. So I've bought a, a few cakes from you guys. You, you probably didn't even know that. But the cakes are actually fantastic. And whoever is like dressing up the cakes does a really good job. I was impressed. She does. We just did like a little anniversary type thing and the secretary called and she ordered all the stuff and I went go pick it up. First thing I thought was when I picked up the cake, dude, this thing weighed like 500 pounds. It was so mm-hmm. dense. I was like, God, dog, what they got in this thing, boy? Took it back, cut it up for everybody and it was absolutely amazing. It was very moist. It was man, sweet. It was it was absolutely perfect. So I was pretty impressed. 
I, I'm not going to say I was really impressed or surprised because I knew what kind of work they yeah, did on the king cakes. You know what kind cakes. of products they put out. Yeah, exactly. So Don't I guess surprised. it was to be. But I would have been more surprised if it tastes like shit, but it didn't. So we were good. So, <laughs> Come on, bro. That's the Zalmans. Only well, put good stuff out of there. Uh, Frank's putting the Zalmans on the map, boy. Catfish think, capital I, of the world. I'd like to think I put the them universe. on the map first. What's Not that? A, a king cake capital of the world. Oh, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> It's so, the catfish capital of the universe. That's right. Oh, that's the true. Universe. The universe. Yeah, not just the world. Because I heard they got catfish in other planets, but who knows? Right. No? no? Okay. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're right. We don't know. So let's talk a little bit about the king cakes. How did this even come about? And tell me about the growth. Where did it start? How many were you doing to begin with? And then how in the world did you get to the craziness that is yeah. Frank's King Cakes when did now. it blow up? You were selling like six a day, and then all of a sudden, E-Rock makes a TikTok, and then you're selling 600 <laughs> a day? Is what, what happened? Well, this is kind of what happened. So before the year before I bought the store in the Zalmans, we started doing a bunch of different flavors at the LaRose store. It was LaRose Frank's at the time. So when we were going to move to the Zalmans, that I was going to buy the Zalmans store, we carried that on with us. Before I bought the store, they probably didn't sell 20 king cakes a week. So the first year, which was in 2019, we started doing all the flavors and stuff, and we started bringing up sales. King cake sales were moving. I'm just, every year I'd be like, I don't know how we're going to do this again next year. We just can't do it. Well, I'm here to say today we're beating last year. Right now we're selling in between five and 600 king cakes a day. Wow. That is absolutely insane. It takes a lot. A lot of people don't realize what it takes to make one king cake. The time, you know, the, and you got to have pride. You got to put everything in it because you don't want one king cake going out the back, out the door because social media will kill you. You're right. Yeah, right. It yeah. can help you it and kill you. It can be consistent too, right? Yeah. Because That's you can't right. have somebody say, well, the, this wedding cake, king cake was my favorite. I love it. And then the next person say, well, I don't, it's not the same. I didn't like it. They got to be consistent. Yeah. So yeah. five to 600 a day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We start about one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, let's go through the process. I want to okay. hear about mm -hmm. this because so, I think it's fascinating. We start about one o'clock in the morning, and when we finish king cakes for the day, it's about four o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Um, and you sell out of those. That's every we day. We sell out. We don't sell out every day, but on the weekends, we sell make out. Up for it. Has it helped? Has, has that helped traffic in the store, people buying other things? Absolutely. So has that driven other sales? Yes, up? it has. Oh, yep. We have a great meat department. You know, we have a butcher that cuts meat every day, so it's not box meat. We have, everything's fresh. We have a ten dollar budget paint, ten dollar budget packets that we have out every day. That's a good promotion for our store, and it helps our customers because it's a good deal. We also have a pick five program, five uh, packs of meat for twenty four ninety nine, and. We have our fresh sausage that we make. We make our own hog cheese, our own cracklings. So it just kind of makes it a, it's a little different from everybody else. And we have to be because we're a mom and pop store. Yeah, I used to help make hog cheese. Well, hopefully none of that shit's still around because that was a long but time ago. But that was the good stuff. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's bringing people in the store. And hey, if they go shopping and buy other things, then that's that's even better, right? It's a plus, yeah. yeah. And then they walk out and telling people about how good the king cakes are. Oh, and by the way, they have homemade hog cheese and fresh sausage and all this other stuff. Right, yep. right. All right, so let's go through what it takes to make five to 600 king cakes a day. Starting at 1 o'clock, I want to hear the whole shebang. Okay, so tonight so, at 1 o'clock, so we can't keep you too late. Right. Yeah, in the morning. So when we get there first in the morning, of course, we turn on all the ovens. We put the ice into warm. Well, how many ovens do you have? Believe it or not, I have one. Wow. But it does what it has to do, and uh -huh. we do what we have to do to make it happen. One oven? One oven. One oven. How many cakes can that one oven hold? Uh, forty-five. Okay. Wow. Right. So this ain't no, this ain't no regular oven. <laughs> that ain't no Maytag, no, 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 son. No, no, no. That's just, no it's yeah. like ten racks. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah, I know it probably costs ten racks too. <laughs> so to get started, we have to put our ice into warm, and while while our icing is warming, we start what we call poking holes in the king cakes after the king cakes are baked to feel that to put all oh, the filling. So it'll soak into. Yeah. I yes. Gotcha. Yep. So, we can so fill then the we start filling. You know, and most of the time we'll start off with plain. And believe it or not, we sell a whole lot of plain. And I say plain is boring. That's just my opinion of uh -huh. it. So we start off with our plain king cakes, and then we start off, Then we go on to our Bavarian cream, uh, king cakes. And we do about 50 of those. And that's kind of how we started. And then by the end, whatever we have left on the racks is what we start. We may redo plain. We may redo Bavarian. We may cream cheese. 
And we do a lot of our specialty. Our specialty king cakes are pecan plowing, wedding king cake. Okay, I just want to I just want to put this out there. Corey and I have done lots of videos in the past where we talk about last names and everything. And I'm getting to a point. So just give me a second. I know where you're going. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and we've done other things where it's things that Louisiana people say might not make sense to you, but it's just what we do. Right. And we have a whole bunch of those uh, specifically things like hot water heater. Okay, a lot of people don't call it a hot water heater. When you talk about different candies, people have praline candy, pecan praline candy. But there are a lot of people, and I haven't heard anybody from down the Baya side say it before. It's mostly like Laplace, New Orleans, that will say it is plarine. It's just an old-fashioned way a lot of people say it. And I just wanted to bring it to a point because it's the second time I heard you say that tonight. Absolutely. And I'm definitely not making fun of you. I'm from LaRose. Yeah. <laughs> but Let me tell you, if you don't want to go Cajun, that's the real way to say it. My yeah. nanny makes plarines, uh-huh. and that's how she says it. And she makes fantastic plarines. That's what I'm going to call it. Oh, yeah. Look, and you can call it whatever you want. As long as you bring that king cake over to my house, we're going to eat it. Don't, right. don't, don't you worry. That's right. So, so don't nobody listen and call in and say, she said plowing. We know what she said. Yeah. I, yeah, I just wanted to kind of bring that up. But anyway, I digress. But one question that I have, though, is where's all the who's making all the dough? When is the dough being made and how does that work? So the dough does come in frozen. It's the richest product. So we get that dough in. But when we get the dough in, it's all frozen. So we have to put all the dough out on pans and thaw it and stretch it. Our specialty king cakes, we have to unroll every king cake to put the filling on the inside. And then we, we re-roll it. Re-roll it and uh twirl it and to put it in the poofer to be able to make it. The poofer? The poofer. What's the poofer? It's it's the thing that poofs bread and <laughs> I love that too. It's just a process it's to like, make it bigger. You yeah. know, it's like just poofs. It. It's like, yep. you know, some genius somewhere said he had the best job in the world. He named things. Mm-hmm. So he looked at this box. With what does that, it do? He, what does it do? It toasts bread. That is a toaster. Well, what does this one do? It poofs bread and dough. That's yep. the poofer. It is the poofer. Yep. Carry on. It is actually a technical term. <laughs> <laughs> then That's we have to it. put it in the oven. Then it has to cool. So before we could do anything. So it is a process. So it takes yeah. a lot of time. Right. Especially when you're doing that many king kicks. So, so you said you start with plain. How many planes you doing first off? About 50. 50 planes, 50 in Bavarian. And then you still got 400 left to go. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have about 120 of wedding. Okay. Is that your cake. is that your best seller? Yes, it is. Wedding cake, yeah. I think that one's definitely my favorite, so I, I completely understand. Everybody yeah. loves wedding Hands cake. Down Come the on, most man. Popular. Yeah. You put that in a king cake, what, I mean, people going to buy it. Yeah. Every king cake we put on the table, somebody buys it. So what, what? go through the flavors. So we already talked about plain, Bavarian, king cake, I mean, uh, wedding cake, plarine. We have turtle, banana split, eclair. Zebra is our new flavor we came out with this year. What is that? It's uh, like the little Debbie zebra. Oh, like the zebra okay. All right. Zebra oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been a hit. We have a, com- the common flavor, strawberry cream cheese, strawberry lemon, lemon cream cheese, blueberry cream cheese. We also do... Um, I think you had a peanut butter cup a while back. We have Reese's. Yes, oh, we do. Was a, I had a s'more one last year. Yeah, we right. have s'mores. We have chocolate chip. We have brownie. Lord. Brownie. Tell me, don't tell me you got cookie dough. Yeah. Yeah. You cookie do? Dough, chocolate mm-hmm. chip. Oh, chocolate chip cookie boy. dough. Yep. We have our cake flavors too. Uh, the red velvet, the carrot, and the German chocolate. Oh, I love me some carrot cake. Yeah. So do you make every single one of these every day? We make as much as we have to, but um, as far as the flavors, we'll kind of... During the week, well, like just to say for an example, today we did wedding and we did all of our basic flavors, like strawberry cream cheese and stuff. But also is the ones that we didn't have to stuff before baking it, which that would be like a banana split and strawberry cream cheese, Bavarian and stuff. Tomorrow morning is going to be all the cookies and all the cakes. And how long do the cakes usually last? Like if you are, are, are you selling them out every day or... If, the, if they're not being sold out every day, how long do they typically, like what kind of shelf life do you have before you would take it off? If or it does doesn't it never sell that there? day, the next day it's gone. Oh, okay. So it's never really an issue. No. It's always gone. No. So That's you're fair. making 500 a day right now? Yes. 
What happens in two weeks on the weekend when it's the Luland Parade or the Diamonds still have a parade or the Diamonds yes. Parade? How many are you selling on the weekends during Mardi Gras? Well, like the real we're, not Mardi at, Gras. we're not at that point yet, but I'm thinking we're going to sell probably 800 to 1,000. That's, that's, so that's, the little while we go home to sleep right now, <laughs> I told them, prepare yourself because we're not. We might yeah. just have to nap in the warehouse. I know it takes shifts, huh? So you got to be grateful that it blew up because it really put Frank's on the map. I mean, Frank's was a Desalman store. It's a local grocery store, right? Not you, you didn't have a lot of people coming from outside of Desalman's going to Frank's unless they're passing on Highway 90, right? So put y'all on the map, making all kind of money. So you got to be grateful for that. Are you glad when Mardi Gras is over? Absolutely. <laughs> I bet. I tell my family when Mardi Gras starts, I'll see y'all in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. My daughter, I do have one child, and she does work at the store, and she goes to college also. So she's getting the feel of it. She's coming in early in the morning, and she's doing king cakes also. Yeah. Baby, this is what real work is. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I could tell you that I've taught my daughter that. So let me ask you this. Mardi Gras is over. You're not really doing any king cakes anymore. But let's say that I or anyone wants a king cake can they order one can we get one you know we get that question all the time uh-huh and the only way is if we have any product left oh, okay so it's not and something that you typically order from you a can't. vendor no you can't get the dough just anytime i was just going yeah, to say rich probably stops yes. making that dough at that yeah. at that point i'm actually trying to get more dough right now because uh we have to do bookings for king cakes probably like two months ahead no, this past year we did it in April, right after oh. King Cake season. So it takes a lot of planning to know. You have to guess of what you're going to sell. And I increased from what I had last year, and it's still not going to be enough. Wow. So they're trying to get me more product. That sounds like a really good problem to have, So though. last week we had we had 140 cases, which is 27 in a case, and we sold them. So that was supposed to last me three weeks. So on a Saturday morning, do you have a line? Waiting? We do have a few cores that's outside sometimes waiting to get in. And this past weekend on Saturday, we had people that drove from New Iberia, which kind of makes me feel bad because, you know, to get to the store and we were so a lot of king cakes. Ouch. So what time are you selling out? This past weekend, we sold out at three o'clock. Okay. Well, they should have got up earlier. That's hard for me because I want everybody to get a king cake. And if you're going to drive to my store, I want you to be able to have it. Yeah. But we can only go for so long. So yeah. they were at the store on Sunday morning waiting in the parking lot for us to open from New Iberia again to wow. buy king cakes. Oh, nice. So, wow. But, you know, one of the, the things that people see all the time is, I don't even know if I'm going to say it right, dong fongs or something like that, where mm-hmm. it's like a super popular king cake where people will literally sit in line for an hour and a half or two hours, three hours to wait to get this king cake. And I, I'm not trying to shit on them because it's a good king cake. It's just, it's not my favorite. But... How does that not happen at your place? Is well, it like some logistical yeah, thing? Yeah, because you got to think about it. That's in Metairie, New Orleans, where the population concentration is, you know, hundreds of thousands. They're all right there. They, they're on their way to work and everything. Frank's is not on the way for yeah. all those people. True. And then plus, I'm just thinking about it, too. You guys, you know, you're a big old supermarket, so you can just go in and grab it because y'all, right. y'all have what you call the float. I call it the float. <laughs> I tell them we load in the float. Yeah, load in the float. Right when you walk in... There's tons, and I mean, it's it's a sight to see the amount of king cakes that they have stacked up right there in the beginning. So people can literally just walk and grab mm-hmm. it, and then you've got a bunch of registers open, so you can just kind of right. take care of yourself. So I kind of told all my deli bakery people, I said, at the end of king cake season, when the float's empty, I'm going to post that it's for sale. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, we've been talking a lot about the sweet and deliciousness of Frank's king cakes, but we have some that are on the other side of that spectrum, on the savory side. Let's talk a little bit about that. What other king cakes do you offer that aren't sweet? So we have a crawfish king cake and a boudin king cake. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to tell you. why we ain't started tasting none of these king cakes yet. Well, let me tell you. She brought some king cakes today. I'm hungry. And crawfish is one of them. (laughs) And it's probably. And look, it's it's like crawfish cheese bread. Mm -hmm. It is so good. Matter of fact, where is Nicole and Rosie? Yeah, they spo- aren't they supposed aren't to be they serving, to be us, serving us? Yeah, Zacharias. See if you can get a hold of them girls and tell them to come over here and start cutting some king cakes. The question I was going to ask is, where do those fit in to the other king cakes? Because if I'm not mistaken, I think you have to pre-order these. Yes, you do. Uh, one, because uh, you, you typically serve it warm. Mm-hmm. And then another is because maybe you don't make it 
with the other big giant batch of five to six hundred? Is that right. am I right? How does that because work? Because it's not a sweet king cake, so and we do like to serve it hot. So and we like to prepare it right before you pick it up. That way, when you get home, it's ready to serve. And we do those year round. It's not just during Mardi Gras season. You can order that at any time. And on the weekends, we do try to have a few extra to put out because people doesn't always realize that you have to order it ahead of time. And the boudin king cake sell. We could probably put out 10 a day and they're going to sell. So I would imagine those cost more to make too, right? If you put in crawfish and boudin, I mean, those those ingredients are more expensive. Yes, it is. You you don't want to make 100 of them and put them out and then not sell them. Throwing one of those away the next day, right. that ain't good for profits. No, right? definitely right. not. But you're saying that those are, are done year round. So is that a different dough? Yes, or is it, it is. something that y'all are making? It's a bread dough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so y'all are making this dough. That's why it's it's available all the time. Yes, well, well so and, and after know. you put that dough in the poofer, then yeah. you can, <laughs> yeah. is that where they put it, Brandon? They yes, put that sir. in the poofer. In the poofer. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm about to go see this poofer. We got to make a visit over there, Corey. Wait, that's what we got to do. Yeah, we I need do? to come see what yeah, it's yeah. all about. Yeah, I want to go over there, pop us a couple little hair nets on, put our little robe or whatever our little getup is, and we need to go make some king cakes. Right, I'm think, gonna Zach, tell you right now. One o'clock in the morning. It'd be no, so no, 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 no. We're gonna go a little later, just in case. Yeah. It'd be so put one of them Put one of them those on the side. Y'all we'll, come Super Bowl Sunday yeah, and we'll see what poof, happens. We'll poof that mm. thing up later for, on. For me to go over there would be uh, bring back memories. Might get a tear in my eye when I walk. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to say this because it's been 32 years since I, since I worked there. But I don't know what it looks like now. But on the back of the store, so you'd have the ceiling, and then the ceiling would come down above the deli and bakery. Mm-hmm. It came down like this. And we had a track up in that ceiling, and I would have to get up there and crawl around and go back and forth. If they thought somebody was stealing, <laughs> I'd have to look through holes in that where it came down. So that's a little different now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it looks like now, yeah. if I can still climb up there with the rats and everything else. Right, right. So hey, now, look, I'm going to say that was 32 years ago. There's no rats up there anymore. So now we have cameras that we can watch that. Yeah, they didn't have cameras back then. Right, right. And I believe the Dallas Bakery is in a different location from when it was then. It was all the way back left. It's on the right now, all the way to the back. Yeah. So I think if you would come to the store, it would be a big difference because a lot of things have changed in that time. Well, I mean, it hadn't been 32 years since I've been in there, but 32 Mm -hmm. years since I worked there. I used to unload those trucks. And um, was it Roy? That sure was. Roy was the meat department manager. Yes. Yep. I would help him make hockey cheese. So anyway, uh, Nicole just cut up up some of this crawfish king cake. And one thing that I noticed, it's kind of like a, almost like, it looks like a po' boy. Like a po' boy bread. Yeah, like a po' boy bread, which I love. And then, of course, the cheesy bread inside. But the cool thing is, if I'm not mistaken, it has purple, green, and gold kind of like stripes on there. It looks like icing. Is that cheese? It's cheese. It's just colored cheese. cheese. Yes, it is. What a good touch. Yep. All right. I'm going in. You're going to have to edit out the... Hmm. That's just ridiculous. Well, how is it? That crawfish is kind of like a crawfish dip, kind of spicy. I'm so glad we had this first because I didn't eat supper. So before we got into sweet king cakes, yeah, well, this is perfect. That's your dinner. I like it. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's remi- it reminds me of po' boys. And one of my things about po' boys that I love and I'm picky about, this is all about the bread. I don't want it to be so hard and chewy that it just flakes all over and it just gets everywhere. But I also don't want it so soft that it just mushes like a, like a wet piece of white bread. This bread in this uh, crawfish king cake is that perfect po' boy bread. You know why? If that makes sense. Because it was in the poofer the right amount of time. <laughs> that might be true. Uh, again, I'm going to have to find out what this poofer is. But So that is our French bread. The bread that y'all eating mm. is our French bread that we have out for sale every day. Oh, so that's fantastic. So that's a whole nother plug. So if I wanted to get some good French bread, this is it. That's it. Because this is actually like perfect French bread for me. This is what all po' boys need to be made of. Do y'all make po' boys? Yes, mm-hmm. we do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Plug number 5,000. We need to go get, <laughs> y'all got uh, fried shrimp po' boys? Yes, we yeah, do. Like hot like, roast beef and all that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Are they overstuffed? Do you have big shrimp or little shrimp? Mm, it's kind of a medium size. It's a good frying shrimp. All right. Well, that's the next thing we have to do. Stop by for lunch and get some po' boys. That's what we need to do. Video. Go by. You already promoted the king cake. Sorry, I'm eating with a mouthful. 
Go promote the po' boys. Go promote the hot plate lunch after Mardi Gras over. <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you. All right. We have um, one little thing that I would like to do before we get into the suite because I want to wash this down a little bit. So we have a little something, a little surprise. Nicole's going to get that out the fridge. Like I'm I told y'all before, on this podcast. we typically like to drink adult beverages, whether it be whiskey, it's mostly beer, IPAs, sours, that kind of thing. And we have one that we really enjoy. It's a sour. It's a Mardi Gras beer. It's a king cake flavor. So we're going to just divvy it up a little bit. I know you guys have a little ride home and you'll have a lot of king cakes to make, but we want you just to kind of sip on it just to kind of get that flavor. Tell me what you think, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes. I tell you what, we get them drinking, and later on we're going to find out that tonight they went to make king cakes and Brandon's. Hand got stuck in the oh, pool for no. or something. <laughs> I sure as hell hope not. All right, Nicole's got them in some little glasses. We're going to pass those along. And before you sip it, uh, just kind of get a little smell, kind of get your taste buds acclimated to what you might expect, and uh, tell me your thoughts. It's, it's Again, this is a sour, so it is going to be a little bit of a sour taste, probably not like what you typically would drink unless you're into that kind of stuff. No. I like sours. You like sours? Yeah. All right, good. good. Brandon. We so we're going to have a king friends. cake toast? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, let's go ahead and toast. This is for Frank's making the best king cakes around. And then after you take your sip, I want you guys to give me your honest reaction. And cheers. The, you can say it tastes like poo. Yeah. Because <laughs> Nicole says that. Yeah, Nicole always calls most of our beers, t- says it tastes like booty holes. That's right, booty holes, not poo. Ooh, that's good. I really like it. I like the sour. I like the vanilla at the end. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yep, you definitely get those extra uh, kind of like that cream or Bavarian mm-hmm. cream kind of taste to it. Tara's like, I, didn't get I think that. it's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing about sours. It's definitely not for everybody, especially if you've never had one. It's almost like a whirlwind of of experiences because it's supposed to be a beer, but it's got a little carbonation and it's got a little sour. But then there's some sweet, and your brain's like doing backflips, and you don't know what the hell to expect. And that's kind of what I like about it. It ain't Miller Lite. No, definitely not Miller Lite. It's not Michelob Ultra. <laughs> oh, is that your jam? <laughs> it's definitely not Michelob Ultra. No. I'm not normally a beer person, but I like the sours. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, in case y'all ever get a chance to get some extra bougie type of beers over there, you have to let us know. Because this we'll one's Urban South. Yeah, we could probably get it. Yeah, I don't know if uh, this is actually from last year. This is a little bit older. They're not making the this flavor. Where was those ones that you had? That was from Urban South? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the new version. Yeah, the new ones. They got three different. I think they have a coconut king cake one, a strawberry king cake one, and a regular king cake one now. We don't have any of their king cake ones. Um, Abita just put out a Mardi Gras one. Mardi Gras Bach, I believe. Yeah, I think it's I a think Bach. So. I've, I've had that one uh, many moons ago. You know, you Southern Glazer or Pelican. Southern Glazer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nicole is bringing over some next, the next king cakes. Which one is this? Looks like Bavarian. Yep. Looks like good old Bavarian cream. No, I was Tara, like, I don't, don't even put no king Tara cake said, over don't in put my that. face. I don't even want to see that. Cake. Do you even eat king cake yes, this I time do. of year? <laughs> I, that's, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. But I can I imagine do. if you just smell it and cook it, got your hands in it all day, every day. It's got to be a bit much. I still can go home and eat a wedding king cake. Oh, there you go. It's almost like, you know, sometimes if I have a, a long day, a hard day at work, I'll come home and I'll just have a beer or maybe even just, you know, half a one, split it with Corey. Mm. You think she does that? She goes home and instead of having that beer, she drinks, Splits I mean, eats a king cake? Me? No. Oh. <laughs> eats a king cake? A lot of times right now when I go home, it's not even supper. It's take a bath and sleep a little while. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet. Because you got to be at the store at one. That's right. It's quality control, man. She's she's the owner. She don't have to be there at one o'clock. She's there at one o'clock. Makes a difference when the owner's there. So you were there at one o'clock this morning? Yes. Always the first one. You took a nap today? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of quality control, do you have any kind of quality control? Like how do you make sure that everything you're spitting out is is the one? Because like you kind of talked a little bit about earlier, you can make a million amazing king cakes. But if one of them's bad and don't come out right, and then that person goes down the road, social media can be a bitch. Yes, it can. We pretty much know that when it comes out of the oven. You know, make sure you set the time on the oven. Don't let it bake for two minutes too long because I will throw it away. 
And I'm sure you probably got a good team that's been doing it for so yes. long that you got a lot of trust in them. Tracy and I have been working together for 30 years. And her background's at Deli Bakery also. So one of one of us is there every day during King Cake season to make sure and at all times in there to make sure it's all what it needs to be. So how many people it takes to make 500 King Cakes? We don't have enough. How many do y'all have back there? We have uh, in the deli, we have a, a, on a normal base, we have a total of eight. But right now, I'm bring, like Brandon will help myself, my daughter, Lainey, and um, whoever else in the store right now that even if they can just come box king cakes. I actually have a good friend of mine, Lexi, that on her days off, I tell her, come to work. She was there this morning with us. Lexi Verdon? Verdon, yes. Okay, because that's funny. Lexi, if I'm not mistaken, used to do CrossFit with me. Yes. Okay. So after this kind of our little relationship had happened a few years back, her and I had talked a little bit about that. And I found out later on that, right. that y'all were friends. So that was kind of cool. I hadn't seen her in a long time. But anyway, I, one thing I want to talk about before I eat the next one is what I really like about this is I think it's just a perfect consistency. Sometimes you can get a cream filled cake that is entirely too much cream. And then sometimes it's like not enough. Like they're trying to, you know, save a little extra dollars. Um, but you guys are basically doing the, the perfect amount. And then it's not too dry. It's not too moist. Like, it's the perfect consistency. I just absolutely love this king cake. Bruh, you ain't got to the wedding cake yet because you're talking too much and you slow. <laughs> well, because I already know how much I love that one, but and that's where I'm going next. You even got a piece of wedding cake on top. Yeah, and this if is you like cool. wedding cake. You, and love you have this wedding cake, cake on the inside. Yeah, the wedding cake icing on oh, the so inside. Oh, so it's on the on the top and the inside. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. So when we unroll it, we take pieces of cake and we spread it on the inside. Okay, wow. so where does the wedding cake come from? The wedding cake is the cake that we make. That so y'all my make cake the- decorator that you was talking about the good yeah. cakes. That's where it comes from. So she yep. makes wedding cakes mm-hmm. just Anybody specifically for not only in the Zalmans. You getting married? Go to Frank's and get your cake, yeah, your well. wedding cake. So yep. she's making wedding cakes just specifically for putting yes. them in the king cakes. Well, all the cakes for the king cakes. The- so we also we we make cakes ahead of time and we put them in the freezer before. It's a, it's a whole planning process with this. It sounds way more complicated. So than whenever I she makes your wedding cake and she has some crumbs, she's gonna put it in a bag and put it in the freezer for king cakes. I love wedding cake icing. Oh my god, just that that almond flavor is so special, and it goes so good. On a king cake. Have you it's ever just a had good cake. Um, our Chantilly cake? Yes. We make a Chantilly king cake too. Well, I know. I had that one really? last okay. time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I had the Chantilly. I had the the wedding cake. Uh, I think I had a peanut butter and jelly, a turtle. I had a bunch of them that you had given me. And the wedding cake is my favorite. And I love Chantilly cakes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that one was right up my alley too. So good. So, you make like the big three-layer Eight inch or ten inch chantilly yes. cakes. Mm-hmm. What are those? About twenty five dollars. Forty. For a big chantilly cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they got a bunch of fancy stuff on it. Those they things feed and, a ton of people too. Yeah. And they got fruit on it, so it's healthy. Yep. Feel How much berries. is a king cake? The king cake you're eating right now is seventeen ninety nine. That's the wedding one. That's the wedding. And that's uh, how how big is that? It's like a little. That's about an eight inch round. Eight inch. Now this next one I'm about to try is turtle. Right. If I'm being honest, actual turtle candy, all that stuff is not necessarily my favorite. So this one wasn't my favorite king cake, but still a pretty good king cake. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, wedding cake should have been last. This ain't getting no better than that. You're probably right. One thing I'll tell you, too, is people, especially in South Louisiana, are very passionate about their foods, about their beliefs, their culture, all that stuff. So, like, if you're talking about a gumbo. People have very specific things that they like about the gumbo. It has to have this. It has to be done like this. The roux has to be this color. And look, they will get mad at you. You better not put that in there. Yeah, they will, they will get <laughs> put mad in that gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not doing it the, the way that they like it. The same thing holds true for king cakes that I've found. Because people will swear and be damned about this king cake from over here and they will swear and be damned about that king cake over there and when they get that in their head it's hard for it's hard to convince them otherwise right but for me i don't give two shits about all that stuff all i know is what i like and i'm willing to try whatever that's why i got an open mind right because that's part of the fun there's such 
an argument about who has the best king cake and, and what's what. But I, I hardly ever hear a lot of the people that will comment on my stuff talk about Frank's because they, they probably just don't know about us. So that's why every time I'm like, who's your favorite or what about this? I'm like, Frank's Supermarket. Frank's Supermarket. And most of the time, the comments that I get is, do they ship? And unfortunately, I got to say, no, they don't. Well, because there's so many followers that aren't from here. Right. They're yeah. from mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. No, you can you can get a king cake ship from somebody else, but it ain't gonna be a Frank's king cake. Right. I wonder how much it costs to actually ship a king cake. Like if I went and bought a king cake from you and brought it to, uh, the, I mean, do I just bring it to the post office? Yeah. Yes. So the post office has, uh, if it fits the ship boxes, for like um, a couple of bucks, and as long as the box fits in the box, you can ship it. Yeah. Oh. They don't wait or anything. Oh, so it's like maybe less than ten bucks to ship a king yep. cake. Yeah. Oh, that ain't too bad. I might have to try that out. All right, what is this one? I was thinking more like 20 bucks. I thought so too. That's why I was... Actually, I think this past year it went up. Like it, it, it was almost like up, yeah. double. Yeah, but you take it out of the king cake box. It's in a bag. You just ball that shit up and stick it in <laughs> oh, one of those. No. If, it, if it fits, it It all tastes the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. But part of, part of enjoying a king cake though, especially your king cakes, is the optics of it because some of them look so good, especially yeah. that wedding one They're and pretty. the Chantilly. So you don't put a baby inside the king cake, right? No, can't that, like, do liability that anymore. reasons. Mm-hmm. But is there a baby like sitting in a box yes. or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the 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 last one, I, I don't do chocolate too much, but I tasted it good. But chocolate's not my jam. This is the Plyrene king cake. That's it. <laughs> yep. And I see something on the inside. That's my actual. That's my second best after the wedding cake. What do you, what are you talking about? So what what's you, I don't know. What's it's this? the feeling, the plarine feeling. It, yeah, yeah. This is this is very good, very very. And I love plarines, pralines, pecan candy, whatever you want to call it. As long as you don't call it a praline, that's the one thing that I tell people. It's just not a praline. Don't say that. But yeah, this is this is very good. Is there yes, any more? Is. Or is this the uh, last one? No, no, no. I meant no, the, the last flavor. Oh, that's the last flavor. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Good. Yeah, I agree with Corey. We probably should, we went in a little wrong order. We we should definitely <laughs> should have ended with the mm-hmm. wedding because that was mm-hmm. my favorite. But uh, either even still, I don't know. I like those too. Yeah, very good. Uh, well, Tara, thank you very much for bringing over some king cakes for us to taste. It's fantastic. Uh, I I really enjoy having you on here, and I thought it was going to be a fantastic story for everybody to hear because I know what you guys are about, and I appreciate the things that y'all do for the community and. And pumping out these delicious king cakes. But we definitely need to go and make a trip over yeah. there. I agree. Go Johnny see some behind see the scenes. Tell Maybe. my old employers I said hello if there's any of them still there. Mr. Roy or David or whoever else. David's retired now. They, they, they might remember my name. <laughs> they said I was the best stock boy they ever had. Oh, he'll remember. Uh, and I'm just thinking about something because uh, we were talking before this podcast. One thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about is not only are you doing the grocery, uh, the lunch, and all of the king cakes, but you also have one other part of your business where you guys bring stuff offshore. Yes, we have a marine business. Yeah, so what a lot of people may not realize is down here in South Louisiana, there's a huge industry down by the Fouchon, out into the water, into the Gulf, whether it be you know the oil field, boats, and whatever it can be. But a lot of it is they'll go off on these halls and they'll be gone for weeks at a time, months at a time, seven on, seven off. So how does that work? Where do y'all fit in that and what exactly are y'all doing? So we call it boat orders and we have a lot of them. And what happens is they email us their order and we have to shop it. So we shop it. We have to box it. We hold it in the cooler, freeze it till it's time to go out. I have a delivery driver that brings it to the boat and he unloads it with them. It could be Fouchon could be Cameron, whatever it takes, we get it done. Wow. We have a, a bunch of companies that we shop for. One of our biggest ones is Edison West that we have a lot of their boats. So it's kind of cool. It's almost like a Walmart pickup, yeah. but for offshore. Yeah. So yeah. so they didn't do, so when I when I started again 32 years ago, they didn't do boat orders, but I, I could remember the guys coming in with their uniforms and they would have like three or four of them and they push in buggies and they filled to the top. They would go in and so, shop for themselves. So what happens now is that uh, we shop for them. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, they don't let the guys get off the boat to come shop themselves. So they'll send us their list, and we shop it for them. It's it's really it's a um, sort of whole nother ballgame. These are you huge know, the orders. Business. Yes, it is. Yep. 
So we do have a setup in our warehouse that we able to accommodate all that. And we actually in the process, I'm in the process of adding another freezer to be able to take on more boat orders. And then do they have just like a specific time? They're going to say, hey, here's my order. Can you have it ready Thursday at 7 p.m. when the boat gets there? And I can get an order right now and they can ask me, can you have it there for six o'clock tomorrow morning? So then I have to get my boat order crew to come in early in the morning because they don't have a grocery store when they're out on the water. We have to get it to them. And those boats are on a time schedule, yes. right? They yeah. got to leave. Yes. You got to be there at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And yeah. you can't jeopardize losing that and, business. And if that's you and exactly. if you're not there and they got to leave with no food, they don't have anything to eat. They rely yeah. on us. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want them to can't to, to go somewhere else that's the next right. time because of that. Yeah. And I'm so sure we cater to them. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure those orders are very healthy because them yes, boys are going are. out there and oh, yeah. the company's mm-hmm. paying for it so they're going to order steaks and everything because they're going to eat like kings. They're not getting little Debbies and ho-hos. And they they want that too. They, they want, want that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah, you're probably right. Double and they want king cakes. <laughs> oh, yeah? They yeah. want king cakes. Oh, no doubt they want king cakes. Yeah. So, yeah. and before I bought the store, that store wasn't doing any marine business at all so I've grown that a whole lot since yeah. I'm there. That's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Like, do y'all have anything in the future that maybe you're like looking to expand or something else you, you maybe want to get into one day? I have a, a few ideas. Not sure what I'm going to do with it just yet. Okay. So you, you, your wheels are turning. They're turning. And you know, one other thing I wanted to ask too, when it comes to the king cakes, what's next? You know, is it the growth? Are we looking for more products or are we looking for more um, like flavors? And do y'all have like a think tank where you guys sit around the table on the off season and say, all right, guys, what kind of, let's, what we're going to come up with next. We're going to do a fruit loop, uh, King cake. Well, I gotta or, imagine you got some people saying, Hey, why don't you make this kind? We really don't have a whole lot of customers. Y'all make a lot. That. But, uh, my deli manager, Tracy, you know, when we had the store at two o'clock in the morning and it's quiet and it's just her and I, she's going to come up in there and say, you know, Tara, next year we're going to try this. And I look at her, I'm like, Okay, let's talk about it next year. <laughs> and then by the end of the day, we're like, we're nuts. We're not trying anything else, you know, but we always up for challenges and we always want to expand. So we, we definitely a good team. Yeah, that is pretty cool. But thanks again for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It was nice to have you and Brandon on. And again, thanks for bringing the king cakes. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. And uh, pretty soon we're going to come over there, try to see this operation before Mardi Gras is over, just to uh, at least get in there, maybe try to get a couple cool little videos and maybe, you know, find out what that, how that floofer works or whatever you call it. Yeah. Hoover, man. Hoover. Well, we're excited. Let's make it happen. Yeah. It's a technical term. Get it right. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Hoover. But hey, look, until next time, say hi to your mama. Bye.